Yo, 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 what's up everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Press Pause Podcast. Uh, my name is Ben Pescu. Um, we have Dr. Jamie here with us today. So, we are on episode number 24 with Dr. Jamie. And, uh, go ahead and switch on over to our main screen. Um... Yo, 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 Deadly, what's going on? So, uh, guys, uh, as you can see, we're short a couple people. Um, so, but welcome to the Press Pause Podcast. This is episode number 24. We've got Toxic Gaming on Facebook hanging out with us today. She's going to go ahead and go tell her story. Um, Chalupa, I'm not 100% sure what's going on. I reached out to him. Um, not sure if he's still still dealing with uh, some of his personal stuff or not. Um, and Devious is working tonight, so he's not going to be here. So that's, you got just me, me and Toxic. So <laughs> deadly. Uh, you're a trip, dude. You're a trip, homie. So, um, but yeah, guys. Yo, Gunk, thank you. Oh, wait, never mind. These are... Hold up. Oof. All these follows, and they're all going to be blocked. Man. Banned. Banned. Sorry, guys, we're banning. Apparently. And I, I was ready for it. That's why I have my uh, dashboard up. It, it, it's gun. We're now gun. Oh, my gosh. I love when this stuff happens. I really need to get a, a mod that'll do, do this for me. But what's going on, everybody? How are you all? All right, let me let me go in and explain what's going on. Well, uh, I'm deafened, dude. I'm actually deafened. That's why you can't hear anything. Give me a second. All right, we're good. I got them all banned. All right, we're going to go in. Oh, chill out, homie. 
chill out. All these, all these awesome, awesome, awesome follows. I appreciate them all just so I could ban you. How you doing, Dudley? Ready when you are. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I think I, so. I, I just got hit with the <laughs> with the new Hoss follow bot that's been going on on Twitch. Oh, it really? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was actually kind of now now he's calling himself Gun. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> gun P8, Gun Q3, Gun Q9. So, well, guys, everybody in Toxic's chat, my name is Spent. Um, I'm one of three content creators that got together to put this podcast together. It's the Press Pause Podcast. We concentrate on bringing out mental health um, and talk about it as friends. Um, we are not doctors. We're not therapists. So we are not professionally trained to help. But we want to let people know that they are not alone in dealing with mental health battles, whether it be depression, anxiety, social anxiety, um, PTSD, you know, anything that may be. And we are here to just bring about our stories in hopes that maybe something that we say may help someone in with what they're dealing with and um, everything. So um, before we go any further, Toxic, just want to let you know, once it's out on the internet, it's out on the internet. Whether even if you delete the vlog, it's still out there. It's still able to be found. So if you're okay with that, we can continue on. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, and, and I have I have a uh, deadly graphics in my chat saying hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> so guys, um, what we usually do, um, so first of all, it's just me tonight. Um, Chalupa, I'm believe is dealing with some st personal stuff still i'm not 100 percent sure i haven't uh, actually heard from him um and then our other co-host uh is um devious tv he is working tonight so it is just me you have just me tonight so um <laughs> deadly's over here commenting on all my in my chat <laughs> saying saying i need to say this to you and say that that to you Oh my goodness. Um so um guys, this is now episode number twenty four of the Press Pause Podcast. We do this every usually every other week. I mean we are uh flexible. So last week we actually did one with Mern. Um and what we do is we like to bring on guests who are content creators to kind of tell their story of what they battle with and what they deal with whether it be on a daily basis through streaming, streaming causes it, or just whatever it may be. Um, and so tonight we have Toxic, episode 24. And then we have our years coming up in about three weeks. We've been doing this for about a year. We have our podcast actually on Spotify. So you can find us on Spotify at, um, I believe it's just Press Pause Podcast on Spotify um, if you want to listen to previous episodes. But so to let you know, Toxic, I kind of told you a little bit beforehand. How we do this is 
we have a general basic outline, which I kind of sent you already. Um, but to kind of help you feel a little more comfortable, I'll kind of give you my story and what I've dealt with um, with my mental ba health battles. Um, so to let everybody know, I've not been clinically diagnosed with anything, but I have dealt with depression for as long as I can remember. It's now like almost 30 years that I've been dealing with it. Um, attempted suicide when I was about 15 years old. Um, and my depression bouts, I mean, when I went into them, it was six, seven months at a time. Lost a lot of friends because of it. Um, recently, especially since I've started the podcast, I've kind of been talking about it and opening up about the things that I deal with. Um, I feel like I've been able to handle the battles better um, but to kind of lead into why I deal with depression and everything is my father tended to always come across the wrong way when he was trying to instruct me on how to do and make myself a better person and in doing so you know how fragile teen minds and kid minds can be it just mentally plays on you and so when you're hearing stuff, even though he says, I don't want you to end up like me, but you're never going to amount to anything. And when you hear that constantly and you hear it from other people outside of your family and everything like that, it just plays on you. And that's when all my stuff started going downhill and eventually it led to social anxiety and very much an introvert. introvert. Um, I used to never be an introvert. Um, it actually gradually grew into that. So that is basically my story. Um, I just dealt with a lot growing up as a kid and just always felt like an outcast and everything like that. So it made things really, really difficult at times. So with that being said, why don't you go ahead and start off um with an introduction of yourself, how long you've been streaming, um, what do you do for living, are you a full-time streamer, what's your game of choice, your ultimate goal for streaming, and how did you get into it, just so we can learn a little bit basic information about you. Okay, um, well, my name's Karina, and I have been streaming for only under a, well, no, I think it's been a little bit over a year now. Um, I started during quarantine. Um, you know, it's just something to do to, especially during lockdown, to pass the time and everything. Um, and I work in retail. I've worked in retail since I turned 18. So I've been in retail for eight years and it has been like the best career choice for me. Honestly, I think I'll still be doing it for a really long time. Um, but streaming is definitely one of those things I do part-time. Um, Ideally, like the whole reason I started streaming was to kind of fill that void that retail gave me where I would, you know, talk to people constantly. And, you know, now with streaming, I definitely have like this community where I can spend time with them, get to know them and like hang out with them every day. You know, streaming definitely, obviously, you know, everyone's ultimate goal with streaming is to become partner. Like who does not want to be partnered? Um, but, you know, I, and that was my goal. And I, of course, like, you know, it'll still, still be something that I grind to, but I feel like 
my ultimate goal with streaming is to just continue to grow my community because I have such a, a great and amazing community who like, you know, um, and, and we've definitely talked about like mental health before, like on the side, it's definitely never been something that I've like streamed about, but, um, you know, they'll come to me about like their problems and stuff and be like, and I'll tell them that I can relate to them and, and those types of things. So, um, that's my ultimate goal is honestly just to grow the community and, you know, I'm very satisfied with the community that I have. So, um, if we continue on the same like path, like that's perfect. And my game of choice is Warzone and I play Warzone every time that I stream, like there's only been a handful of times that I've played other games. Um, you know, I, I never play solos or anything. I'm, I always play with a squad just because I enjoy hanging out with people that I, that I play with. So that's my story. <laughs> well, I give you props for playing Warzone as often as that because uh, I've tried and I've basically said no more unless I'm playing with specific people <laughs> these days. Because Right, yeah. That game is just its very toxic. And then on top of it, it's just mentally draining because the way the hackers and the different stuff that's always wrong with the game. So I give you props. I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to run away from it because of the fact that I just couldn't handle it anymore. So I went to Apex primarily. So. And I mean, I will say that, you know, you're right. It is toxic. It's, it's very like heavy on you. And, um, I, I did take a break and that's why I said I was streaming for about a year. Cause I, I definitely took a break here recently. It was about maybe like a month or two where I just like felt like I needed to just step back because I had just, I just moved across the country to like, like I just took everything that I had and I took it with me and I moved away and, and we can get more into that too. Cause that, you know, kind of like is, um, plays into everything. Yes, definitely. So, but yeah, it's definitely draining. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and it's, I give props to all the content creators that play it on a daily basis with just how bad the game is basically. I mean, it's, it's, bad and right now games in general is in a very bad state there's it's all stale so that's why everybody's excited about this new world but, oh yeah everybody <laughs> so well everybody's goal is to get partner but yeah it, it it i feel you with the just building a community and building a positive community you know one that is there for each other one that helps each other, one that they can reach out to people and talk when, to someone when they're going through stuff. Uh, definitely something that I always strive to in my personal community. And I know Chalupa does and Devious does as well. So that is definitely a very, very um, good thing to do. And that's awesome that you've been able to do that so far. So but um well then let's get into it we kind of got to know you a little bit and everything um tell us just kind of what your experience with mental health is and what you kind of deal with on a regular basis okay um well um on a daily basis i definitely um you know have anxiety and depression like uh, my anxiety is way worse and i think that i honestly didn't address it until um, my previous relationship, um, I, 
we were just weren't like at a good place and you know um i was just sitting like at home every day like not doing anything just kind of like watching reruns of tv shows all the time and stuff and the guy that i was with he said well why don't you you know find like a hobby something that you enjoy doing and one of my friends had mentioned um Modern Warfare, and I was like, I haven't played video games since Modern Warfare 2. Like, that's how long it's been. I played, like, Skyrim here and there, because Skyrim's awesome, but um, it was definitely Modern Warfare that I was, like, what really kind of got me at a good place again. Um, I started from playing on my big TV to ended up building an entire gaming room, and, like, building my own PC and everything. That's how intense everything got. But it was something that I was genuinely happy with. You know, I I definitely started to feel like a little bit of my anxiety going away, but um, there was definitely some personal problems still um, in my life. Um, You know, I really wasn't happy with my job. And then, you know, even though the person I was with told me to get a hobby and stuff, he didn't like the hobby that I had. And then when I started, you know, streaming, I took it very seriously at first. I was on Twitch before I was even on Facebook, um, you know, building my little community there. Um, And it was something that he just did not like. He didn't take it seriously. Like he would be in like the background of my streams, just like making fun of it, you know? And then, um, so that kind of like made me like a get slipped back into a bit of a depression. And then, I think it got to a turning point mostly like whenever I was like picking up into Twitch and everything and you know I I was getting a little bit of a community like I said and I was telling my friends about it my friends who like I I, you know listen to everything that they like said like mentally you know like definitely boosting them up and stuff hyping them up if you will um I told them I was like hey like you know, I'm streaming and, you know, something I really enjoy. And I was very excited and passionate about it. Kind of like how I'm like saying it now. I was really excited about it. And I remember um, my friends, when I was telling them, they were like, well, how many followers do you have? You know? And I was like, I have about 50, you know? And they, this, they laughed in my face. And it was like the most like heartbreaking thing that, you know, I've supported every decision that they've made and you know for them to just be like that's not important you know because you only have this amount of followers it's like but it's something that I finally feel happy about you know um so that weighed on my anxiety really bad as well um and then of course like I had ended the relationship with the guy that I was with and it just where I lived just ended up being just like a really bad place for me mentally and you know just with work too I I couldn't be there anymore so I made the decision to move across the country and I I mean I mean I came from West Virginia and I'm in Utah right now you know it's 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 been a journey and you know um but I'm happy I, I I'm getting there you know but at the same time like it's always in the back of my head and it's something that I will never forget to this day like the way that they laughed at me you know and that triggers me sometimes just thinking about it. I can understand that. Uh, I get there. There will be times and that I'll uh, you'll see me kind of post on Twitter that I, I, I'm battling some of the stuff, you know, and, and it's a lot of the same thing. You know, might have gone through something or tried to talk to one of my friends and just felt like they didn't 
care about something, even though they, they might have just been busy or whatever. But at that point in time, it's like I really needed someone, and it seemed like they didn't care. But then the next day, you kind of talk to them, and they're like, ah, sorry about that. This is what was going on, and you can't, you know. And, but I, I get it. And then, you know, getting yourself out of a not necessarily, I mean, it, it is toxic. It was toxic, but different. It was mentally toxic is probably the term that needs to be used. Mentally toxic for you because it puts you in um, dealing with the anxiety, dealing with the depression. Someone that told you to go get a hobby and then mocked you about the hobby. It's like, well, you told me to do something to make myself happy and enjoy and now this is what's going on to deal with that and then just to say i can't deal with it anymore and up and move takes a lot of guts because you're going from one place that you've known for who knows how long to a place where you might not know a single person oh yeah no it was definitely difficult because i had i've lived in where i lived at for my entire life so moving, it was definitely rough. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I have to like, it's definitely pushing me out of my comfort zone because I have to go out and like meet new people. It is hard meeting people as adults. Like it's super weird. Um, but, you know, I, I've met a couple of friends here and there, but, you know, I feel like my anxiety like still like comes back to creep up on me because there'll be times where they're like, hey, you want to hang out, you know, and do this and this. And I like, like even like doing this po like the podcast like today like I've built like like I've literally building up this anxiety and it's like it was freaking me out and I would do the same thing with them and then I would be like oh I can't go and I'd make up an excuse just so I feel like a little bit more safer at home you know what I mean but I mean with the podcast I mean I'm at home so I mean I feel a little bit more comfy you know <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah believe me I have people that I've known for years that invite me to a big gathering and I'll be like yeah I'm going I'll go I'll go I'll go I'll go and then all of a sudden like the day before the day of yeah I'm not gonna go <laughs> they're like yeah. why hmm hold on let me think of an excuse to give you and it's just because my anxiety it's like that social anxiety for me just even though I know just about everybody that was going to be there, it was just the amount of people that was going to be there. And, you know, not that you're going to get along with everybody as far as be friends with them and all that. But at the same time, you go there, you might be talking to someone and then you might get pushed aside to because, you know, they don't think you might be as important to talk to as someone else. So it just plays on that mindset. So I I understand that 100%. Yeah. Um, but no, I like definitely, you know, still obviously have, you know, like a small like support system. Like I obviously have like my community, but, um, you know, I, I, you know, it's like those people that I haven't met before yet, you know, and I'm really excited to meet in the future. But, um, you know, my parents, especially, so I, I never really, we never really discussed mental health in the household, you know, it was just something that was just never, ever discussed. And, you know, um, I, I never discussed any like mental health issues that I had, like, especially in high school and stuff, because I, I would get bullied all the time. And, you know, I'd be like, super depressed about it. 
Um, but it was something I never talked about. And um, now it's a little, like, you know, I, I definitely speak up, up on it more. Um, um, and it was before I moved because um, when I, when my brother graduated high school is when everybody moved. Like my parent, my dad, you know, left and went down to Virginia. And then my mom, and she lives here. So my mom moved out, you know, she went and did her own thing. And then my brother moved. So it was just me, you know, and uh, I would go down to travel and visit my dad. And, you know, I was telling him about my streaming, like how like happy it made me and stuff. But this was just about the time that I was about to move. And I had not made the decision yet, but I was, you know, we just had like a family gathering and I was sitting there with my dad and, you know, I just like looked over at him for a second and I just, I stare at him for so long. Like, I just like remember it so vividly. Like I was just staring at him for so long and I was like, dad. And then he was like, yeah. And I just like burst into tears. And this was like the first time that I had really like spoke about how bad my mental health was that I was just bursting into tears, just talking about how, how unhappy that I was, you know, how ha unhappy that, you know, my area, like, uh, you know, has made me, how my work's dying, you know, because, um, you know, like a whole bunch of malls are just dying off right now, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was just everything just poured out. And he was like, uh, you know, if you think this is the best idea to move, like, I, I, I will help you, you know? And I just, it just felt, made me feel like so safe and so valid that, I mean, obviously it's my parents, they're gonna love me no matter what, but it just made me see it feel so safe that what I had said mattered, you know, to somebody, especially since all like my friends just kind of like blew off my mental health, you know? Yeah, I hear you, hear ya. I mean, I, I, I will say too, recently my, my father and I, we have, he actually did probably about seven years ago, eight years ago actually told me how proud he was of me. you know so after all that it came full circle and 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 not that i like i knew i could go to him and he'd have my back for it or whatever it wasn't anything like that but it it was just to hear those words of hey i'm proud of you proud of what you've accomplished proud of what you've done you know when it looked like where you were heading was in a good place so um I understand, you know, having that support system from them and everything like that. And like my mom and I, we always talked about mental health because my mom and I and even my sister kind of deal with a lot of the same things. So we get in those very, very depressed states when we feel like there might not be like the like our friends are not there, like we're outcasted. And uh, but so we talked about it a little bit but it wasn't really talked about by my other three family members my other two brothers and then my father so being able to and and back in the day it wasn't really talked about in a lot of families and a lot of people that we've had on have said no we really didn't talk about mental health in my family because it was just something some of the guys are like you just got to man up and deal with it that's what that's what they told us and that's one of the reasons why we are doing this is because it's a bigger deal, especially over the last like year where nobody could go out and do anything. And it just, in a lot of ways, played havoc on some of our mental health, even more so than before. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, especially, you know, in the future, you know, it, you know, if I, you know, have a family and have kids and stuff like that's something that I definitely want to make a norm 
in like the household just to make sure that everyone, you know, is doing okay mentally and just something that needs to be like discussed, you know? Um, but yeah, like my family has been super great on it. Um, and, you know, I'm glad that we talked about it. I, I think that, you know, obviously like parents nowadays are more like open about having those types of conversations now, whereas before it just wasn't really talked about, but yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for them because they have been definitely like the biggest support for me. And I don't want to discredit like the one friend that I had back at home because, you know, I still talk to her every day. If, if it wasn't for like my family and her, I don't know what I would do. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah, it, it, unfortunately, sometimes when you lump a group in, you don't necessarily mean to lump a group in. It's just there was more that weren't than there were than that there were so no i i get it but props to you for moving yourself out of a toxic environment altogether and starting somewhere new i mean it's like i said it's it's scary and uh you know some people do it for running from some some issues or you know that they have in life other people do it because they're in a place they just never wanted to than others like yourself hey i just need to the toxicity environment i need to just kind of start over somewhere and uh so definitely and, and the fact that your family you're you're able to talk with your family about it now is just incredible that they're open and receiving it you know where it was never really talked about with you guys before you know so that 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 is huge and that's one of the things we like to try and push is be open talk about it because and this is again we're not doctors or therapists we're just friends talking but in my opinion one of the things if if you are able to openly admit so when you're able for example alcoholism you admit that you have a problem with alcohol you can fix it if you admit that there's something going on mentally with you, you can be able to fix it, whether it be through self-help books, whether it be going to see a therapist, whether it be seeing some sort of doctor, whatever it may be. And that's what this is here for. That's what we're doing this for. So. Yeah, no, I, I think it's awesome. And, uh, you know, uh, of course, like I've been to doctors and stuff i haven't been to therapists i have not like tried a therapist i definitely think that's something that you know could be like the next step for me but i remember going to the doctor and just telling him like how i was feeling and stuff of course and they tried to like throw medication on me you know and i was just like i don't want to rely on this you know um so of course i took it and you know i just like felt like a zombie you know i just really wasn't really feeling like myself so um I just decided to just kind of like throw it out and just like address my issues and figure out how a way to overcome it. And so far, honestly, I've come a very long way. Like I said, I, I was not happy every single day that I was, you know, um, you know, at home and things. And um, I think like what I, I think honestly, streaming has genuinely helped me. I think that just like surrounding myself with people that, you know, I love and, and the community that I have, I am so grateful for them every day because I don't know how I would be able to overcome it. Um, and of course, like, I'm obviously obviously still working on it because like one thing that I cannot stand is being alone. So being like happy and grounded with myself and being able to, you know, just do things by myself and, you know, like love myself 
and overcome like all the fears that I have about, you know, stepping out of my social anxiety and everything, I think that, you know, eventually I'll be able to overcome it, but it's definitely still a work in progress. <laughs> As we all are, any anybody that deals with mental, well, I mean, everybody is just a work in progress. We always keep growing. Uh, I mean, what it, what is it? Life is going through life is the only thing that you get the test before you get uh, before the lesson. You always end up dealing, having the test, and then the lesson comes afterwards. Because depending on how you handle it, you're either going to fall flat on your face in some sort of way, or you're going to be have conquered it. And uh, you know that's even even with mental health. You know we don't know what what sometimes like I don't know what triggers it at times. It'll just come out of nowhere. Like I could be fine and dandy, and then all of a sudden it'll be just like, all right. I'm just, I'm done. I, I'm closing down for the night. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, I still like am looking to figure out what my triggers are too, because like yours, they're just like so random. And it's it's not even a thing where, you know, like obviously with like anxiety, you like you kind of just like feel it throughout your whole body. But then it was like really started to make me physically ill too. And I was like, I, I have to figure this out somehow. So it's definitely one of those things that we're trying to figure out and handle, you know, uh, but I think therapy would definitely be a good option as well. So I'd yeah, look into that. I, I have, I haven't personally gone to therapy. I've thought about it on and off. Um, something that's still in the back of my mind. I believe Chalupa um, has actually been going to a therapist. Um, but I mean, there's just so many things that is beneficial with doing stuff i mean like i can honestly say i'm not suicidal thoughts at all my depression is more i'm just going to go to bed i don't want to do anything i don't feel like going into work today that kind of thing so i've come a long way from where i was and i've even recently have come a long way because you know like you said you've gotten better i feel like i've gotten better because where i would get my spells and it would be months at a time I'm now seeing myself getting into a spell, and then I'm like, "Why am I like this? I have I have a roof over my head. I have food. I have a job. I can walk. I, I have so many different things to be grateful and thankful for that I have that not everybody can say. So why am I, why you know, letting these feelings take a hold of me?" Yeah, I mean, it really just, it, it's one of those super unpredictable things, I, I definitely, because I mean, you know, now that, you know, I've moved and stuff, I still have like a hole to, you know, fill um, from like, you know, all my, like, I, I, you know, I said, like, like, like I said, like my friend from the, from back home, you know, I still have like that void to fill with her not being here every day. Um, but you know, I, I, I definitely am grateful for what I have. Like, like I said, like I, I finally found my hobby that like, I really enjoy <laughs> having, you know? Um, and you know, I'm glad that I'm surrounded by the support I have. I mean, and I, and you know, I didn't even mention like, you know, I'm seeing somebody else and, um, I have never felt more support as well from him. Like he, he's in my streams all the time and he's saying oh you did so good and all this stuff like that's something that i was like really i'm very happy for because it fine i finally feel like what i am doing 
is important. And, you know, like my community thanks me every day for, you know, being here and listening to everything they have to say and stuff. So I feel, I feel like I'm doing something good, you know? Yep. Kudos, kudos to the new significant other in your life for being supportive like that. And, you know, it's huge. It's huge. Everybody wants those, hey, add a boy, add a girl. Because it makes you feel like what you're doing is important, especially when it's coming from a significant other or family members. Because it makes you feel like what is happening, what you're doing is important to them. And that it's not all about what you can do for them. Yeah, exactly. But... Yeah, um, but um, I did see in one of the questions that, like, my release, like, out of streaming, um, I secretly do like to paint. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen, like, uh, any of the uh, TikToks where they do, like, those glass paintings where they'll, like, like you know, overline, like, uh, like a uh, piece of paper it. that they printed. Yeah, um, it's it's anime. Um, I don't have any right now, but... Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely one of those things, especially where if I get super anxious, and I get really worked up is something to definitely like ease my mind and kind of just like have something that, you know, just kind of settles me down a little bit. But yeah, that's definitely something outside of streaming that yeah, I, gotta find, I enjoy. I got to find mine outside of streaming because mine used to be actually playing um, competitively underhand slow pitch softball. Um, like I actually traveled all across most of the Midwest and down into Florida swinging on a weekly basis. So that helped out with a lot of aggression because I mean, you're hitting a softball, you're swinging a bat and hitting a ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I see that we, uh, we've also covered, you know, your experience with mental health, what you deal with on a regular basis. You talked about how streaming has kind of helped you, but let's expound a little bit on how streaming has helped you with your community specifically. You know, um, how has, I mean, outside of, hey, you know, I'm being social with them and everything like that, but um, do you guys talk a lot about the different battles that you deal with in stream? Do they open up to you? Is that kind of what you guys do in your, outside of obviously watching the games and playing the games and everything? But what the, when your community is talking about the different aspects of mental health in life, I mean, what is that? Is that what you guys typically do? Or, um, you know, obviously, I, I I've said before on my stream that I you know I'm very open. Like I, I even have you know my uh, messages open and stuff. You know, if you guys want to talk or anything. But it's definitely more of just like an everyday where we're just like making sure like how like we're doing and how it's more or overall like how the day has been. You know. Um, but no, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's like something that I definitely should be like discussing more because I, I feel like I miss I, I misuse the word like whenever I ask how like we're doing like what I mean is like, how are we doing mentally? Um, but, you know, of course, I get feedback of like how the day is going and stuff. But um, what I really mean is, you know, how 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 is everybody like, how are you doing, you know, mentally? And, you know, it, it, did you go through that milestone that, you know, you said you were going to do and everything. And, you know, a lot of, 
my mods, like we obviously have like group chats of running and stuff too. And they talk to me about their, you know, their like battles and stuff. And, and, you know, obviously I have an open ear to all of it because I never want to be put in, like, I never want anybody to be put in that situation where I was put in with my friends. Um, so definitely I, I make it aware that I have an open door, you know, I'm very open on nice. like, with nice. talking to them. Yeah. That, that, that's good. Yeah. Whenever, whenever, my streaming has slowed down because of the fact of podcasts has kind of taken over a lot of my time when I'm not at work or just dealing with personal life stuff. Like I attend, I attend, I attend a church that I'm in like three days a week. So that takes up some time. I'm doing some stuff for them outside of the church hours and everything like that. So that takes up a lot of time. The podcast has been taking up a lot of time. But so when I do actually stream on my personal page, you know, I'm I'm very open with them. Like, hey, guys, you know, I'm busy. I, I've been busy with work. I've been dealing with this stuff. I've been dealing with that stuff. You know, it's not that I don't want to be here. I just got to wait until life slows down or, hey, you know, I've been mentally drained and I just needed the break, you know, and, and I apologize for doing that because I'm on Twitch. So it's not like as easily to apologize to them like on Facebook when you can go on your Facebook page and say, hey, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be streaming here for a bit. And this is the reason why, because you can make those posts. So, um, but kudos to you and your community for being open with the mental health. Um, you know, I, I've been trying to make it a point on the podcast Twitter asking, hey, what's everybody's mental health like? What's the scale one to ten? need to talk about it and you want to talk about it in private or you want to talk about it just here in the open just go ahead and post it up and we can kind of talk about it so um definitely a good thing that you got going on there um especially with everything that you've dealt with and trying to help keep people from falling into that yeah definitely yeah for sure so obviously you've had a positive response from your family with the mental health talks and everything like that and i'm assuming your one friend back in west virginia you've had positive response with yes um so when you talk to them about this um outside of obviously being open positive response you know did they like try to did they did they like act to try like they not act but did they try to understand kind of what you're going through like did they ask questions about it when you talk about it you know how did how did they how did that conversation go if you don't mind per se um i mean you know i definitely talk to them every single day and from where they don't understand because you know they don't really you know have the same uh mental battles that i do um i i mean yeah of course they're like hey like what's going on like are you like are you feeling okay like how is this affecting you and how can i help you you know so that's where i go into like you know describing everything that i'm going through at the time and you know honestly with them asking how can i help you that is the most reassuring thing i could ever hear and uh, i'm so glad that you know open ears are there but honestly at that point, you know, it, um, that's all I need. 
I just need somebody to listen, you know, and I've definitely said that to them before because, you know, especially, you know, everyone deals with mental health in different ways. And, you know, sometimes people need to be, you know, talked down or, or, you know, like given some really, really, really good advice, but genuine, genuinely for me, all I want is an open ear. I just want you to listen to what I have to say. Um, and, you know, sometimes even just like talking it through just helps me calm down and, you know, I, you know, I'm so glad that, you know, I, they can literally be there at a phone call and just, you know, let me talk about why I had to talk to for like 20 or 30 minutes and then, you know, be done with it. And, you know, they check in with me every now and then as well. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's definitely some, uh, good family and good friends. Um, and honestly, the kind of, a lot of the theme throughout a lot of our podcasts when people deal with like, uh, like anxiety or depression is. I don't necessarily need you to fix my problem. I just need you to listen. I, and and uh, we forget that not everybody wants to have their problem fixed. They just want somebody there to listen to show that they care. Um, you know, like Lady Geek, uh, she was on and she talked about um, anxiety that she dealt with. And, I mean, it was a big she put it out on Twitter and everything, uh, her whole um, uh, Final Vision Studios did her little whole battle thing that she did and everything. And at that point in time, when she got that anxiety, it was just she wanted nobody to talk to her or anything. She just needed to go and curl up in a ball. So that, that that's, that's an example of, you know, some people, when they get anxiety or when they're dealing with depression, want to talk. Just talk about it. They don't want you to answer any. A lot of times, they don't even want you to answer. They just need you to listen. But other times, some people just want to kind of just curl up, be left alone. And, uh, you know, and they want someone to come over there and say, hey, is there anything I can do? Like you said, is there anything I can do? But if they say, no, just let me be right now then let them be because if you try to push it it'll make it worse oh yeah no definitely and you know i i've had a, a couple friends as well who have been the type to just like leave me alone just let me go through it and and i think that's also important to address too is that you know sometimes like not everyone's gonna have the same you know you know we all try to say yep everyone not everyone deals with it the same Exactly, and, and not every and not every instance is going to be the same. I mean, even even in like me or you, different triggers will trigger it. It's never going to be the same trigger. Um, there's something else that I was going to say, and I can't remember now. So I'm going to hopefully <laughs> have to remember that. <laughs> uh, um, so a uh, so you kind of talk about the anxiety and everything like that. Um. And kind of talked about the triggers and everything. What about what age, if you don't mind? Was it teenage years? Was it you know early twenties that you kind of started kind of noticing the 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 signs of the depression and the anxiety that you started dealing with and everything? Um, honestly, whenever I was a teenager, I would get like bullied a lot. Like I said before. And I didn't really necessarily address it as, as um, you know, me dealing, you know, like with depression and stuff through that. Um, but now that, you know, I'm, I'm older now, I do address it as that because that's, that's what it was. And, 
you know, that, I mean, Twitter used to be a really dark place for me at some point. Cause I remember just like people just kind of going at me in high school, just like saying the meanest things. And, and, you know, that's what really got me down. I feel like that's where it started, but it, I, I feel like it got brought back up again when it, cause I mean, I, I, there was a time where I was fine after that, after high school, I was fine. But then I got to where um, my previous job, I had I'd been there for three years, but whenever I first started there, I had a horrible, horrible relationship with my boss. And that I think is what really, really, really triggered it because everything I do, everything I did, I was walking on eggshells and it just made me feel anxious and it was building me up so bad inside. And now like looking back at it, I really question why I let somebody who means nothing you know, to me, let me feel that way. And I just swore that I would just never let that happen again, you know? Um, so I feel like that's truly where it started. And, you know, like I said, it, it's just something that, you know, I still think about to this day. Like there's some triggers where someone could use verbiage that she used to say that it would trigger it back. And it's just, it's just a scary thing, you know, that, you know, someone can hold on to those types of, you know, issues for so long. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, listen, I've been walked all over my whole life. Like, I was everybody's stepping stone, you know. That it would be, I need, I need to get somewhere in life and everything. Oh, hey, let's use, my name's Steve. Let's use Steve as a stepping stone and just, you know, we'll be friends with them. And then all of a sudden they go on and make something of themselves and left me behind and everything um so it, it's it's something that um i've dealt with a long time and actually recently i've started actually kind of speaking up against people about it and standing up you know when people try to push their opinions or judgments on me and everything like that and and uh there was actually a situation that happened this week that was on Facebook and I had made a post just basically trying to inform people, hey, this is what I dealt with growing up. We got like an advice kind of thing to post. This is what I dealt with growing up. I wish I would have done this when I was younger, blah, blah, blah. And the person had jumped on there and started going off about, well, maybe it was because of this, this, and this, and this, and just blaming a bunch of things. And it's like, no. None of that was the reason. The reason that it happened is because I let people do it. And if I would have just stood up to myself for myself and said, hey, you know, that's not cool what you're doing or what you're saying or, you know, trying to make me do this or whatever, then it wouldn't have happened. You know, and, and uh, so a lot of people don't stand up for themselves because they're scared because of the things that, like you said, you've dealt with i mean shoot growing up in elementary school i was just given the nickname of wimpy <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> i was given the nickname of wimpy i look back at it and laugh at it now because we used to play a game of football and i was the one that was always trying to get the football and i was running through like 50 people as they try to tackle me while, right. while everyone else would just try to throw the ball away so they wouldn't get tackled yeah so yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I had the nickname of Wimpy going up through high or through uh, middle school, or not middle school, but elementary. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Diary of a Wimpy Kid. 
Oh. <laughs> but no, I mean, obviously, like, uh, you know, nowadays, uh, you know, we can definitely talk about our, our mental health more. And there's some people that are understanding. But then, like you said, there are some people who just don't get it and they'll just use what you say against you. And, and you know, that is what, I, you know, it's something that, you know, I'm trying to. I'm not like it's ever happened in my stream or anything, but that's something that I definitely never want to happen because mm -hmm. that's such a horrible feeling. Like to like, it takes a lot to put yourself out there and, you know, say like what's on your mind and how you overcome things and, and stuff like that. And for someone to just shut you down, it's yep. the worst. Yep. And that's why we try and promote a judgment free zone here. Yes. And, and give a <laughs> platform for someone to, like yourself to speak about it and i remember what i was gonna say in everybody's chats you never know what someone's going through so be kind i agree be, <laughs> be kind you know i mean so many times and i've seen it so many times where people just kind of go up and bump into someone like there's actually something in uh my state I'm, i live in michigan where someone was blocking someone else because they were mad or something like that as they tried to pull out of their car and everything, and a big whole ordeal went down to the point where someone pulled a pistol on it. And police got involved, and it's just a mess. It was a mess because you just couldn't be kind. And I believe that, if I recall, it started because someone accidentally bumped into someone because they were talking and just wasn't paying attention. And, and that that's... You know, that's all that needed to be done at that point in time was, well, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention, my bad, but it escalated. And, and and that's the thing. You never know mentally what someone's going through, and you could say something that could escalate them to a point that is not a good point. Yeah, no, definitely. Um you know, even though I'm, I'm toxic, like, <laughs> even though that's me, you know, I, you know, definitely want everybody to feel like very welcome and positive into my stream. And I think that's something that I'm going to take from here too, is to definitely, you know, even though I've, I've never once made anyone feel some type of way, just to always have that in the back of my mind and just to always reiterate every time that I stream that this is a positive place. And, and no matter what, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to talk about people a certain type of way just to be polite because, like you said, you never know what anyone's going through. I would hate for what I would say or what somebody else in my stream would say to somebody for them to, you know, yep. do whatever with that. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Exactly. And, 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 I mean, listen, everybody, it's okay to be not okay. Everybody goes through something. It's, a, it's part of life. I, it's taken me I'm 43 you guys I'm 43 and I, it's taken me easily 30 years to really start understanding that it's okay to be not okay not everything's going to be perfect and smooth sailing it's going to be you're going to have your ups you're going to have your downs the way to overcome a lot of that is to try and make the instead of the high roller coasters make them more level and 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 everything because um then you're staying more on an even keel per se you're 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 level level you're level playing field basically 
in gaming term. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's there's just so many things that can go into mental health. It, it's just crazy. I mean, we had um, not too long ago we had a former military, you know, Newcomb, right? Yes, he was sir. on here, and he was ta he talked about PTSD and the stuff that he went through while he was in Afghanistan. I mean, there's there's everything, everything and anything can affect someone mentally. Don't know how you're going to affect them. Yeah. Um. So, what is some of the you would like people to know? about your specific symptoms with your mental health like um obviously we kind of talked about it you don't really know what triggers it at times it just kind of comes up um but kind of kind of go over like the symptoms that you kind of deal with like when you start getting like the anxiety and the depression and everything um so definitely with my depression um, I won't be on my phone a lot. I, I, with, with my depression, like if I'm feeling super depressed, I will just be in my room and it'll be super dark in there. No TV on, nothing's happening. And I'm just like sitting there I'm laying there. I'm just like, kind of like going over everything in my head. I get in my head a lot. So like, you know, especially like, like I said, my friend from home, like if she doesn't hear from me, like within 24 hours or like, you know, something like that, she checks up on me. So that's something that I really appreciate from her. But yeah, no, I, everything shut off, like all social media shut off. And, you know, luckily I haven't been in that kind of place for about a couple weeks, especially when I first moved here was whenever I was having like big issues with that. But the anxiety, which I have the most of, is just on a completely different level. So what I feel when I'm going through my anxiety, I just feel like this huge weight on my chest. Like, it, it's a huge weight. I feel like I can't breathe, but yet I'm like, my heart is racing. And it's like going into my stomach. I'm getting all like sweaty. That's how I feel whenever I'm like going through anxiety. But when I have a full-on panic and, you know, it especially happens whenever, um, like I just went on vacation to go see my family and I had a panic there, unfortunately, because I had just seen my family. It's been like, you know, a couple months that I've moved here. Um, and I had just that full on panic where, you know, I, I cried and I curled up in a ball and I could not breathe. And, you know, those, those types don't really happen often, but the anxiety that I was talking about, where it's like the, like the, the fast heart rate and just like the heavy weight on my chest. That's why I get a lot. I could literally be driving to, I don't know, target to have a good time there. And it would just kind of trigger there. There would have been times where I would have to like go run an errand or something. And I would feel so anxious while I'm driving and it would freak me out so much that I would just drive back home. I didn't even go to the place I was going to, and I would just drive back home. Okay, well, I got a question for you. Since you did mention working in retail, how do you get through that being with the anxiety? And... Um, so when I say I work in retail, obviously, like I still talk to people every now and then, but it's only limited. Cause like I work in the whole 
operations merchandising aspect of it so i'm working early mornings you know i work midday so i like talk to people then the only time that i was genuinely on the sales floor it was when i was working at buckle and i only worked there for a year and there's a reason why i only worked there for a year because you know you're put on the sales floor and you're trying to have like all these conversations with people honestly i feel like it's easier to have conversations with strangers sometimes because especially in that whole retail aspect you're they're there for max 30 minutes and then they're gone you know like you never have to see them again so that's how i get through it um now of course like you have your karens and stuff that will get you all like worked up and stuff but fortunately i haven't had to deal with that as often as people think you would have to deal with it but yeah <laughs> i asked because i actually worked in retail for a while too so um it's, I, it's I, I, I worked in banana republic for i think about two years and uh, I was actually at one of the smaller stores that is in my area and ended up moving from that store to one of our larger stores because they, I was consistently one of the top sales people on the floor, head of the top sales there. And thankfully, at one point in time, they finally just came back and said, back. So I was just working on all the, because <laughs> at that point in time, when I moved to the bigger store, was a lot more people <laughs> oh yeah no definitely <laughs> you know it definitely sucks and, and you know like i said i was in a dying mall uh back in virginia like i there were stores closing like at least a couple stores closing a month and when i came back there to visit there was nothing there so coming here where it's thriving here it's complete opposite that kind of like hit me too which is another reason why i definitely took like that break i mean because i mean of course you know wars i'm like i like you said it's just crazy but then like throwing that spin of like having a fast place fast paced workplace again and talking to so many people that's where i had to take my break too so i can really feel like where i can feel like i can you know um handle this and be able to like still speak to my community like the way that i used to you know yep now do you do any other like outside of obviously playing warzone do you do any other like have you ever thought of doing like your painting on stream or something different and you know maybe just having kind of like a chatting session kind of like what we're doing now with the chatting and mental health but like you're actually doing some painting letting them kind of into your life a little bit more um i have not thought about it but i think that's a very good idea i i, I honestly have not thought about that just, just just an idea i mean but you know you said that's kind of your release outside of streaming and everything you know you could kind of make it a release and kind of show your community your release then at that point you know so uh you're putting in hours on the stream as well as helping your community kind of see what you do when you're trying to release you know without having to deal with the toxic people yeah yeah no i i know I, I definitely will definitely consider that i have not thought about that like i you see like the the I clockwork see, going out of my head right now I, <laughs> the wheels are going yeah i mean it, it and and that's the thing and a lot of people don't realize it but content creation is a lot more really than just game uh something that i learned going through the berserk duo challenge trio challenge whatever you want to call the challenge um which is how I met a lot of people, actually. Um, I mean, we see sides of people you've never seen that they had had before. And um, like right now, this is 
content creators. We're doing a podcast that's creating content that's talking about content creators, you know, and which in hopes is helping somebody in either one of the chats here. So, you know, there's a whole different aspect and if it'll help you with your release as well as help your community and maybe give them ideas of releases if you're dealing stuff, then it's a win. Yeah, I agree. No, I'll definitely think of doing that in the future for sure. So what have you learned about yourself through your mental health journey and just over the years, you know, dealing with all the mental health and the anxiety, the depression, which, by the way, social media, I like to get off of it at least once a week, especially Twitter, because it is very toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, what I've learned is to not pretty much like not overexert myself, um, you know, just kind of take things day by day, um, whatever happens in the future, like that's a future problem, you know? And if I start feeling like I'm kind of like going through my anxiety fits, just like, just kind of like think about, you know, like, okay, what is triggering this right now? Let's, let's calm down. Let's take a step back, remove myself from any situation that I'm in, you know, and that definitely has helped. Um, but again, it's just one of those things where you just never know where it's like, when it's, where it's coming from or when it's going to happen. And, you know, but definitely take things day by day. Hey, yeah, I agree. I agree. Which is one reason why I don't make plans with running anybody until like the day of usually. Which, do you usually make weekly plans? Like you see everybody out there on Twitter. Hey, I'm needing plans for the week and everything. Do you make weekly plans or do you just kind of take it day by day and try to find someone that day, the day before? Or how, how do you handle that with you never knowing how you're going to feel from day to day? Um, so I definitely plan day of for sure. But then there are those times where if I feel, you know, like maybe it, I'll feel a little bit more comfy if I had a set like schedule or like, you know, times when I'm actually playing with people throughout the week. So I feel like a little bit more organized and I don't have to like worry about it the day of, uh, I'll do that. But, um, it's very rare that, you know, I'll like step out and be like, Hey, is anyone want to play this week? Cause I mean, I've only done that a handful, handful of times, um, because I do have, you know, regulars that I play with and then, you know, but definitely day by day first off. <laughs> yeah. That's me. 100%. Because of that, a lot of people I used to run with now have their set schedules and the set people they run with, which is which is great. They've grown, and so now they're like a lot of them are. We used to stream at night. That's when I stream. Now stream at night times during the day. Um, but no, I'm I'm the same way with not knowing how I'm going to be from day to day or whatever. It's just like, and not knowing what game I'm going to want to play from day to day. Because depending on how you feel mentally will depend on really what game I want to play. Like, right. Like if I'm just if I'm needing a game where I'm just gonna chill and vibe and not get upset about anything or anything like that, I might throw on a chill single player game or play some sport game against a computer or something like that and just chill and vibe. Or I might if I need someone to run games with, I might jump on Apex because that game just usually doesn't upset me. Never Warzone. Never <laughs> Warzone. Yeah, no. Um, and honestly, I, and you know, now that you've like, we've kind of like mentioned playing with people and stuff, um, I think with 
me taking like my content to like a next like level if you will um i feel like with i feel like i have to get better with learning to play by myself because i feel like i rely on the people that i play with to you know kind of like comfort me like while i'm like you know in stream and stuff but i feel like i have to be able to learn to you know hey if i don't have a squad I'm gonna, you know, like you said, do my painting or do like solos, even that, you know, something that I'm still engaging with my community so they don't feel left behind. Because sometimes if I don't have anybody, I just get so worked up thinking about it that I just won't stream. And, you know, that's something that I think will definitely be like my next challenge is to kind of figure that out too. Because it, it sucks like not having somebody to play with, you know, but then again, like you feel crappy for not playing at all, you know? Right. Even bring in that Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, I should. Skyrim's great. <laughs> That's OG. <laughs> uh, very OG, but I mean, still, it, it, there's so many things that you could do. Um, and, and, and sometimes going in solo and everything like that with a game will give you more time to engage with your chat as well. Um, so there's a lot of good things about doing it and and that's why you know you see some of these ones that are on twitter that are always always don't like being solo or anything like that which i used to be one of them i'm not gonna lie um but i've recently gotten to that point of you know if i'm gonna stream i'm gonna i'm gonna stream one way or the other it's gonna be because you know certain games don't allow you to in, in, interact with the chat as well as as much as you would like some games would or a painting stream or whatever it is that you might do and, and you can have conversations like what we're having right now where you can just talk to them about hey you know how are you guys doing how's your week are you guys doing well are you guys you know you guys want to talk about anything specific or you know and you can kind of help open that line of communication up and everything even more because you're not worrying about Oh, hey, I got a full force stack team over here trying to drop me while my other teammates are way back there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, we're getting kind of close to the end of all the questions. You know, it's kind of weird being just me tonight. Usually, usually I have Chalufa and Devious throwing in questions and everything like that. Yeah, no, for sure. No, it's okay. I, honestly, I feel like a little bit more comfy, like, just like a one-on-one too i guess you know it's definitely like mill me out hey i'm i'm glad that this has worked out maybe that's the reason that that happened um uh, i believe that there's a reason for everything um so with that being said i mean is there anything else that you want to kind of highlight i mean like i said we usually go for about an hour and a half to two hours so we have plenty of time if there's anything that you specifically wanted to kind of bring up and talk about um mention with what you dealt with or just just anything as far as you know the mental health that you deal with and want people to know about or whatever it may be um just that you know not every you know mental mental health issue is cookie cutter you know like you said everybody goes through it differently um, but no, you've definitely opened my eyes more to, um, you know, a, 
putting more of an impact on it on my stream and to make sure that, you know, I, I make sure that everybody is doing well mentally, you know, like I said, I, it's been up in the air whenever I talk about it. Um, but no, to let everyone know that this is a safe place for that. I think it'll definitely feel, make people feel a lot better about, um, talking about it. Um, but I mean, no, I mean, it's, that's pretty much the gist. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, and, 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 you know, that's what we're here for, you know, ultimately as people, you know, uh, I think it's Chalupa that has the has be kind to others, you know, um, I live by, obviously, you know, I've mentioned that I go to church quite a bit and everything. And, and one of the things that I try to live my life by is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So basically, treat others how you want to be treated. So if I want to be toxic, like toxic over here, then, you know, I'll go be toxic. And that's what I need to expect back. But if that's not what I want to be, then I need to be kind to others. And unfortunately, some people don't think that way, and they take advantage of it. Um, but, I mean, honestly, that that's what, in my, in my humble opinion, if we were to just look at it as how do I want to be treated and then treat the other people how we want to be treated, that in a lot of ways the world would become mentally better. I mean, in general, just mentally better because then I wouldn't have to deal with the mental health that I went through because, hey, they didn't get treated the way I did. Or you wouldn't have, you would have had the support system you were in West Virginia that you have now because they were treating you the way you wanted to be treated, you know, and everything. So just, just, we need to be conscious, conscientious of that. I can't speak. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, no, I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, we need to be conscientious of that because so many times we just want to, like, if I'm having a bad day, I need to be careful not to blow up at somebody else because maybe they're having a bad day. You know, and, and that's where the whole treating others as you want to be treated kind of comes in. It's how my parents actually kind of raised me. My dad mentally kind of messed me up a little bit just because of the, you're never going to amount to anything. But my father also did not have a father growing up. Okay, so that kind of plays a part in it, I believe. And I feel. Yeah, no, definitely. And then also, I mean, even though unfortunately, like, I, I just think it's important to speak up too. I don't be afraid to speak up. You know, you have, you, uh, who, you know, whoever it is, they have friends who will listen. You know, they might, you know, the other friend might obviously not, you know, speak about it too much about their mental health, but that doesn't mean that they won't listen, you know? So I definitely think it's best to just kind of speak up about it. And, you know, regardless, you know, you will have people who will like accept it and appreciate it and, you know, want to help you through it. Yep. Yep. Talking, talking out about it, speaking up about it, standing up for yourself, all, all good things that can actually help you, in my opinion, overcome a lot of mental health battles because, you know, you've said it. Know, hey, I packed up and went and left the toxic area. You stood up for yourself. You did what you needed to do to better yourself. Um, 
you know, I mentioned it with those situations that I dealt with this just this past week and everything like that. And, and I feel a lot better about myself for doing that. Um, so there's a lot of different things. And like you said, your anxiety that you deal with is different from someone else's anxiety that they deal with. It's still the same anxiety, but it affects everybody differently. It's just like a disease. It affects everybody differently. So, and and triggers are different for everybody. I agree. So, all right. Well, I guess, I mean, we went through those questions pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Honestly, I, I've had a really good time. I really appreciate the whole, like, experience and you letting me, you know, get my story out there. Honestly, it feels like a big weight off my chest. It does. We, we've actually heard that quite a bit from a lot of our guests, so I'm glad to hear. Um, we will be putting it on Spotify and Anchor. I will tag you um, on the Press Pause Podcast account. We'll tag you on Twitter so that anybody that in your community that wants to hear it, you can share it out to them and everything like that. Um, I didn't did not mention this, guys. The podcast is also uh, affiliated with Empire Jer- Jerky. Um, the code is pause. off anything that is bought and comes to the podcast is actually going to a charity. We're not taking any of the proceeds. It's going straight to a mental health charity um, because it's something that we feel strongly about. Um, So I'm going to tell you what my takeaway is with this tonight. Number one, moving to stand up for yourself can be a very good thing. That can be a very good thing, you know. Sometimes you don't think it, you know. A lot of times people say, "Hey, I've heard, it, I've heard it." Oh, they're just running from their situations and everything like that. And sometimes you have to leave because that's the only way you're going to get out of it. But when you left, you had it determined in your mind to not let yourself get into that situation again. So not only did you leave and stood up for yourself, but you determined that you're not going to put yourself in that situation. And that, for anybody that's considering doing something like that because of maybe something that they're going through or they just need to get out of a toxic environment, whatever it may be, remember when you move, if that's what you're planning on doing, don't let yourself get back into that same environment because it's just going to follow you at that point. And what do you, what would you like to say to anybody that, you know, the stress, a point that you want to stress on the podcast? Um, just tying back to what you said, move. <laughs> it is literally the best decision I have ever made. And I, like I said, I traveled back there a couple weeks ago and literally within 24 hours, it's all like the reasons why I left came back. And I was like, this is like such a good thing for me. So don't take it. Yeah. Like you said, don't take it as running away from your problems. It's just like you said, bettering yourself because I cannot tell you how much I I wake up in the morning 10 times happier than I was, you know, it, it, you know, and if those people that, you know, you ran away from genuinely miss you, like they can reach out to you, you know, but it's best to just pull your, if, if you think that that is not best for yourself, then go ahead and do it. But I will say it's one of those things that you do have to think about. 
um, for a minute. Like, is this really what you want to do? You know? And, and not only that, you like, like, you know, you, you have to do, make it up in your mind that I'm not going to fall back on this situation. Like, my sister actually moved to, uh, from Michigan down to Florida. And she seems like she's a lot happier than what she is here. Um, I still reach out to her, talk to her, obviously, as my sister. But, like you said, it's a two-way street for your friends. You know, you if they really, really cared about you and everything like that, then they reach out to you and see how you're doing and everything. So, with that being said, Toxic, thank you so very much for joining us on the podcast it's a little bit shorter podcast just because of the fact we're short two co-hosts but still we appreciate it um if anybody in your community would like if they have any stories or if they want to talk about the podcast or if they go back and listen to any of the other previous podcasts our one year is coming on up um it's three weeks we have an email address press pause podcast at yahoo.com where we're taking anybody's stories that they want to be read on stream or even just a, like today with the your podcast, if they had something that they want to talk about that is just, they think is awesome and everything. Oh, I'm getting spotted again. Um, I'm going to have to take care of that in a second. <laughs> um, you know, they're more than welcome to, you know, the highlights of it and everything like that. Again, that's the press pause podcast at yahoo.com um thank you so much for coming on i appreciate you thank you for having me it it was great to get to talk to you uh we've communicated several times through twitter and just had some good conversations there it was good to talk to you face to face via cameras (laughs) (laughs) but thank you guys thank you all for coming so on behalf of the press pause podcast and our guest toxic my name's Spent. We appreciate you. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in and listening tonight. Thank you.